Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Mega Man Dr. Wily's Revenge for the Game Boy. Hey, Cartridge Commandos. As you may have noticed, summertime is in full effect here near the Cartridge Command Center, and many a wild creature and bird is, you know, mating, thriving, <laughs> seducing something outside uh, the bunker here. So bear with us if you do hear a little extra noise in the background uh, this week and maybe next because, well, I can only yell at so <laughs> many birds. And thanks. Mega Man, Dr. Wily's Revenge for Game Boy was developed by Minakuchi Engineering and published by Capcom. In Japan, the 26th of July. In North America, in December of 1991. And in Europe, July of 92. So not too far off. Hmm, okay. This game was known as Rockman World in Japan. Oh, okay. And, of course... As you may have noticed, this was the first Mega Man game to be developed by an outside studio from Capcom. Yeah, yeah. Feels a little different in some ways. A little bit, but Minakuchi was hired because they were such ardent fans of the game. They really won over the development team of the other Mega Mans, the okay, console okay. versions. So. Now, this game was made after Mega Man 3 and released after it as well. Oh, okay, right. But before 4, I take it? Yes. But since the Mega Man series used fan-made enemies for two and three mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, the rising star and artist Keiji Inafune mm -hmm. he was not able to design bosses for those games oh okay right and this was the first time he was able to design a boss since then what? with the special anchor anchor yes anchor. <laughs> and in case you were wondering anchor does follow the Mega Man naming pattern he is a musical that is a musical reference and what is it uh, he is named after the Japanese musical style Enka which is a kind of mix of traditional music and jazz, it seems like. Okay. It came out around the 50s, became more popular in the late 50s, early 60s. Okay. Now, this was the first of five Game Boy Mega Man titles. Wow, okay. I knew there were quite a few. And then, of course, this game, Mega Man Dr. Wily's Revenge, was Nintendo Power's fifth best Game Boy game of the year that year. Oh, wow. Okay. As voted on by fans. Oh, okay. Was that part of Nestor Awards? or? I think so. Okay. Alright, Nick, what kind of game is Mega Man Dr. Wily's Revenge? Well, this game is a, well, it's, it's a Mega Man game, so it's a side-scrolling uh, action platformer. Um, you, you fire your arm cannon as usual. You know, it's pretty, it's a Mega Man game. Yeah, and as Mega Man, you can jump, and it is your standard Mega Man jump. Mm -hmm. And I will say that this game, the controls feel very much like the console versions of Mega Man. Yeah, it uh, adheres pretty closely to the uh, formula. And his jump feels pretty accurate as well. It doesn't seem to have a different arc or anything like that. And it is a variable jump you know, that you would find in the console versions. Yes. And, of course, Mega Man can shoot. He yeah. has his pea shooter in this one. Mm -hmm. Did you know that, that stood for plasma? Yeah, the plasma cannon. I, yeah. I saw it in the manual, and I was like, okay, I mean, I... I don't know if we went over that, but it blew my mind when I was looking at well, it this time. Well, I just, you know... He has the plasma cannon for the first three games, but when he gets the charge shot, that's a different arm cannon. Yeah, what, the Mega... Is that when it that becomes, becomes the, the Mega Buster? Mega Buster, okay. Of course, Mega Man can climb ladders. Yeah, yeah, you're uh, same. you know, you're not getting a slide here, so... No. Uh, you don't have that, but, you know, it's, you know, you fight enemies, collect enemy bosses, give you their special weapons. Yeah, well, you know, you can access a subscreen, just like your other Mega Mans. You hit start, and it pulls up what weapons you have and can switch between. And then, spoiler alert, a power-up as well. Ooh, yeah. But to fill all of those special weapons and your health, you're going to be picking up items that are dropped. And I think this is uh, all standard Mega Man items also. Nothing new to the series here. Right, right. You got you, your power pellets for your life. You have There's small ones and large ones, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. 
The uh, small one, I think, is what, two units of energy? Is it like two and five or six or something, or more? Ten. Ten for the large one. Okay. So that's pretty nice. And then it's the same for the weapon capsules, small and large. And, of course, you have the classic uh, one-ups, disembodied mega heads. So Mm -hmm. grab those when you see them. And that's it. That's that, Those are all the power-ups you're going to find in level. Yeah, yeah, I'm standard fare for Mega Man. But it's not really the items people come to Mega Man for. It's really the weapons. Yeah, that's the, the meat in this dish. And the way this Mega Man game is set up, you have access to four enemies to start with, and then you can, like any Mega Man, once beaten them, take on their, their weapon. Yeah. And you get a nice uh, little cutscene when you get it, like many of them, but I really like the graphic of the Mega Man with the schematic of his insides. Yeah, it's like cut down the middle, and you can see all the robot insides. Uh, it's really cool, actually. Yeah, I really enjoy that. And, I, don't, uh, I don't know why they didn't lift that for many other ones. I don't know. I don't know either. Now, first off, we have the rolling cutter, and you get that from Cutman. Yeah, um, he's back. The, the first four you fight will be, these guys are all from the first Mega Man, so, um, such as Cutman. So it's a, the same weapon and stuff, pretty much. Yeah, and... You know, all of these weapons do have a little bit of a graphical downgrade because you're on the Game Boy. Well, yeah, I mean, you're not getting, you're not changing colors. But I think they do a really good job of still conveying the same kind of movement and patterns as you would find, you know, in their console versions. Yeah, and I mean, they look really close too, so. Yeah, the uh, rolling cutter is, it's kind of like a boomerang. It goes out in like a circular arc and comes back to the front of you. I only used it to fight the drill bits that come from the floor and ceiling. Yeah, it's really good there. Um, it is, but you know what, what else is really good there? And almost everywhere else in the game? What's that? The next weapon up for grabs, and that is the Thunder Beam. Uh, yes, from Man. And it's kind of confusing because they call it the Thunder Beam, but on your screen it'll be, you know, EL when you have it selected. Yeah, yeah. And again, no colors to distinguish, so you got to keep your eye. you you got to learn the two-letter abbreviations for all these guns. <laughs> Definitely. And this one is so powerful because it shoots a very uh, wide beam of electricity forward. It arcs up and down across the whole screen. And it's yeah. a little slow, too, so you can lead it. Yeah, yeah. But it also shoots one vertically and down as well. Yeah, it's uh, I, just like the NES one. Um, it does look... And this is something I remember from the NES, too, where I'm always like, that beam looks really cool, but it is flickery. Like, it always looks real, like, choppy, you mm-hmm. know? Which, I mean, I guess that's kind of electricity-ish, but... The big difference is, and one thing we didn't touch on yet, is that in this game, your screen size, your play field is shrunk yes. from the console versions. But it feels like the weapon here, your blast is not. So it feels bigger and more powerful than in the first yeah, one. Yeah, and like, uh, again, with that flickery stuff, when I was fighting a man, I was like, I anytime I tried to jump one of those, eh, I couldn't figure out like where my hitbox was supposed to be. So Right. Did you notice with the Electman, can you do the pause trick like you could in the Mega Man? I don't know. I didn't try. I didn't either, but fair enough. Let us know, Commandos. And then we have the Ice Slasher, courtesy of Iceman. Yeah. Um, and its abbreviation is IC. Yeah, and uh, it shoots a little ice wave thing that will actually freeze enemies in, in place. It's uh, really awesome. Um, it's very useful later on, but I did not use it as much throughout the levels. I... When I played, this was the last guy I beat, I think, when I was in my order. So I didn't really mess around. Then later, there were certain areas like those, certain enemies. We'll talk about them when we get there. But I, I really, I was like, wow, you could, I could have just froze these guys and just ran by instead of yes. having to deal with That's why I think you went in the so wrong order. I'm sure I did. <laughs> now, finally, we have the Firestorm. And that is courtesy of Fireman. Yeah, um, another Mega Man 1 alum. He it shoots like a big wave, fire wave. It's like as tall as you are. I think. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty cool. Also, it shoots a ball of fire out that circles you. Oh, right. And yeah. does constant damage. So this one's really powerful. It's pretty sweet. And then eventually you will get to a second wave of enemies. And those are all from Mega Man 2. And from them, you each receive a weapon, of course, starting with the atomic fire straight from Heat Man. Yeah, Heat Man's back, and uh, the atomic fire functions just as it did before. You can still charge it up. Three uh, levels, is that correct? Yes, sir, three levels. Uh, I, I used this uh, twice in the game. Oh, I I barely used it. Uh, I did, the one time I got it fully charged, it looked kind of weird. Like, it's like a big square, kind of. Like, it, it's yeah. way, it looks way bigger than I re- thought I remembered it from Mega Man 2, but I still liked it. And then we have the classic Time Stopper from Flash Man. 
Yep, Flashman's back. Time Stopper operates same as before. You still get the sparkles and freezes things. Yeah, yeah. Then we have Quick Boomerang. Who gives us that, Nick? Well, you might not believe it, but it's Quick Man himself. Uh, he's back. Uh, he's just as cool as he was in Mega Man 2. And I think these look really good for being on the Game Boy. Yeah. They're um, really small sprites, but you, they're very fluid. You get three of them out there at a time. It looks mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, you can rapid fire it. It's uh, pretty cool. Not as cool is, of course, the final main weapon you'll be getting, and that is the bubble lead. Yeah, the or, or lead, however you want to go. Uh, <laughs> Sorry to troll you there, old buddy. Uh, no, I yeah, I go back and forth. Uh, yeah, Bubble Man, he's back. Is uh, I feel like this is a little bouncier than it was. And it feels a little quicker as well. Yeah, so I actually kind of like uh, his weapon a little better. And then, you know, spoiler alert, there is one more weapon you will receive. The super weapon is the Mirror Buster. Yeah, you get this from uh, the aforementioned Inker, and it's really cool. Um, I really don't understand why this is not in any of the other console games. I I was just, I was kind of mad at the end where I was like, wait, this is an awesome weapon. I wish I, I, I want to use it more, you know? Yeah, especially going through the early levels because what it is is a shield that you can hold out the entire time, an energy shield. Yeah, it's in front of you. And it's not depleted until it's hit by a projectile, which it bounces back. Yeah, it creates a, a kind of new projectile. It's just like a little arrow looking, arrowhead looking thing. And it's pretty strong. And quick. Yeah, yeah. It makes certain guys like uh, those sniper Joes with the shields. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't care anymore. I just stand in front of you and let you kill yourself. Yes. It's great. Very satisfying. And then we have one more addition to your arsenal, and that is the C. Yeah, the carry. The carry. And it is reminiscent of the items in Mega Man 2. Yeah, I mean, it's got its own kind of sprite that looks cool. Like uh, This is cooler than any <laughs> any other Mega Man assist. Yeah, because um, it, it's kind of similar to the item one, except it appears below you instead of in front of you. So you can save yourself from, like, pit deaths or other things if you're fast enough. Yeah, or spike deaths. Yeah. Like, it is. it saved me many times. I, I loved this thing. Yeah, again, I wish I had it earlier in the game where I was like, I could have used this to skip certain uh, really painful parts. But... Mm-hmm. C'est la vie. And then, of course, we have the standard concepts of the Mega Man game, and that is that you have an energy bar that, yeah, yeah. that, that you refill with those energy pellets. You get it fully refilled at the end of each stage. Yeah, Unfortunately, there are no E-tanks here, so uh, that's about the only time you get it full. And then there are lives, of course. You get free men. But after you lose three lives or all of your men, you do have the option to continue at the beginning of the stage you're at or to switch stages. Yeah, or get a password. Yeah, and the passwords are very simple. Yeah, this is a similar... 4x4 four four grid. Yeah, so it's pretty easy to just, uh, you know, copy down a la Mega Man 2. There are checkpoints in some levels. Yeah. But they're kind of hit or miss as to how far in they, they get you. There are quite a few levels. That I, I feel like the few more would have been nice, but... I, I, can, <laughs> I can agree wholeheartedly. There'll be time for that in a minute. And then there are a few uh, codes for the game as well. Oh, yeah? Uh, Game Genie codes. Oh, right. And those seem pretty interesting because I think there's, like, of course, the invincibility one, but if you're really having a hard time, you can use one that keeps uh, all your weapons full. Oh, cool. So that seems kind of nice. Yeah. And then, of course, it does have your uh, classic Game Boy reset hardwired in. Oh, yeah, what, the AB start select? Well, knock you right out of the game. Sweet. All right, Nick, this game is a Capcom release, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it is a Game Boy release. So I know their manuals usually weren't as amazing. How did this one come out? Well, um, it's, it's all right. It does what it's supposed to, I guess. Uh, it's very, it's pretty small. Black and white? Yep. 15 pages, black and white. Most Um, Game Boy, uh, manuals were just black and white. And a great portion of the NES ones as well. But, uh, this one, there's no pictures at all. There's one screenshot that is... Just the cropped bottom of your screen that shows like your heads up display with your life meters. Wow. (laughs) So you get that. A little bit of story here. Um, I don't know if you heard this, but Dr. Wiley's back and this he's restored eight of his robot masters. Uh, Four of them are out on the prowl and four of them are in his uh, Wiley fortress. So you must deal with them as Mega Man. Yep. Uh, and, you know, it goes through, it tells you how to play Mega Man and introduces the items if you didn't know already. Um, it weirdly calls all the levels are mazes, and mm-hmm. it's like the maze screen and stuff. So I thought that was interesting. That seems like a poor translation error. 
Yeah, yeah. Generic, uh, you know, you get generic tips, and uh, it does have a memo at the end, so you can write your passwords down. But awesome. It calls it a scoreboard, so. That is confusing. But, yeah, so, I mean, if you didn't know what you were getting into, and this is your first Mega Man game, it'll it'll let you know what's up. Other than that, you know, that's all you get. All right. So, Nick, what was your personal history with Mega Man Dr. Wily's Revenge for Game Boy? I, I really had never played this before, so... Uh, this was my first time. Neither had I. In fact, I really hadn't heard much about it, to be honest with you. I did know that they Same were kind here. of a mix of the of the uh, console releases. I'm sure I perused it uh, when I had Nintendo Power, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I never played it. I don't. I never played any of these uh, the Mega Man's on Game Boy. So, and I don't think I knew anyone that had them either. So that's how they never entered my orbit. So then, what was your more recent experience with this game? Uh, I beat this game. About three plays. Um, Any assistance? Oh yeah, I cheated at the end for a certain. Uh, well, the disappearing block parts. Uh, I was I. Really, I thought those were. Well, we'll get to that. But... I now in retrospect, I'm like I probably could have just used the carry and just went right by it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But certain uh, the vertical jump parts were the ones that got me. So. Oh, well, that's exactly. Well, we'll get there, but that's what I did. And uh, I played it, I think, three times, and I, I was like, oh, I think I could probably do this legit. But there were just some points later on. I, for convenience' sake, getting close to the end, I uh, some well, some tricky jumping areas and enemies that were relentless. There's a, a lack of checkpoints. We kind of alluded to too. That, yeah, you know, I was like, I'll fill that out with a safe state or two. Exactly, especially once you get into Wily's castle. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I did beat it as well. Well, here we are in the general chat portion of the show. And I will say that this game is really good looking. It sounds great, but boy, is it brutal. Yeah, it's it's pretty tough, man. Uh, <laughs> and sadly, it's not in the way you would think. It's not the classic Game Boy, oh, this plays weird or the controls are off kind of difficulty. Right, right. It's just brutal in what they throw at you and how much they do on that small screen. That's one of the things, man. It's like you're, the sprites all look really good and faithful, mm-hmm. but... They're they're too big, man. Like it doesn't give you that like same field of fire that you have in a normal Mega Man. So things that I feel like where I'm like, yeah, I've seen these little bubble helicopter guys, you know, a million times, but they're way harder here because it's like they're going to start diving as soon as they appear. Or right, right. They did. I feel like some of the enemy uh, behavior patterns weren't like edited to reflect the smaller screen, so to speak. Yeah, I can see that. Ways, but you do have to give it to those sprites. They all look really good. Yeah, yes, they do. And uh, the music's really good, too. Um, Great animations. Uh, but yeah, let's go back to that music real quick. It is really good because, of course, what I like to always tell people is the Game Boy is stereo sound. All so right, right. If you can, listen to this on headphones. It is wonderful. And uh, the for, at least for the four levels, you know, um, of the boss levels, you know, those are all the same songs from Mega Man. Well, and it's cool because it's like a remix chiptune for the Game Boy, which has a different audio kind of uh, engine in it. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I, I didn't realize it at first, because, honestly, the first Mega Man is the one I played least. Mm-hmm. Um, but the uh, what tipped me off is the Elect Man song. It's kind of famously, it has the same chord progression as the piano in uh, Faithfully by Journey. Journey. It's mm-hmm. really close and funny, I think. But, yeah, checked it out, and it's uh, interesting to compare the two. And I, in a lot of ways, I kind of like the Game Boy better. So Yeah, because I think the dual channels... Uh, it really lets the music wander more and have a more robust feel. Sure, sure, yeah. Now, was it just me, or did you feel like the distribution of health to item refills was a little stingier in this game? I guess uh, I agree. I, I think the the drop rate was lower in general, and then the drop and from that, it was like I never, I almost never saw life, let alone a big one. Like if I ever an enemy dropped one, I was like hot dog. <laughs> yeah, I would say it was like four to one energy refills to health refills. Yeah, yeah, which. Kind of sucks. Like I wanted to check the light, the number of segments on your life meter because if you, I really feel like you die so much faster from enemy attacks. Like I feel like I could just run through, I could absorb hits oh, at a higher rate in other Mega Man stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, because of the fact that you did get so much of the energy refill, though, I used the Elect Man power pretty liberally in a oh, lot yeah. of stages. I used uh, I used Cut Man a lot when I was going through because you know it can hit small things and it, it's pretty strong well so can the elect man one because it takes up like yeah. three blocks <laughs> right right and then you can also hit things on the ceiling with it pretty easy as well i just man getting that first weapon you know before like when I, my first play i was going through you know i played all the levels once and died 
I did that for a while. I was like, geez, this is really hard. Like getting, once you beat one of these guys, you finally have something to fight with. You know, it helps a lot. Definitely. Well, and you know, I think it's time to get right into that. All right, Nick, are you ready to take this game level by level? I am. And there aren't as many levels as you would imagine in this game. No, it's, uh, you know, kind of mentioned it earlier, the last four bosses are all inside the Wily Fortress. Yeah, and we'll get to exactly what that means in a second, but when you start the game, you are given a brief little intro to what's happening in the story, and then you are dropped off at your classic Mega Man Select stage, except for there's only four choices. Right, right. And then, so Nick, what was your first choice? Uh, Well... I was just kind of farting around and fighting these guys until I beat one of them because I really didn't know where to start. So Cutman was the first one that I beat. Okay, well, I cheated and just looked up the order online. I did later. And <laughs> people recommend going to a Lechman first, and I would agree 100%. I think so as well. Because you can fight him with the plasma cannon. We'll get to that in a moment, but first let's talk about this level. Now, this is not the exact same level as the NES version. Right, yeah, this is a... I don't think this, it doesn't have the fans in the NES level, does it? Like, no. That's new, right? Like, mm-hmm. there are these, like, they kind of, kind of funny. I think they look like a box fan, but. They do. Just a little box fan that'll blow you. Uh, there have been other fans in Mega Man, you know, before, so you know you got to jump and keep moving. Watch out. And then also, right away, you will be introduced to the classic Mega Man disappearing blocks. But I will say, these are the nicest disappearing blocks I've ever Mega Maned. These aren't bad here. It's in later in the Dr. Wily level. I... They never get that bad, to be honest with you. They get a little tricky. But like here, there's plenty of time uh, between one and another appearing. You never have to worry and make a leap of faith. Well, yeah, definitely not here. Um... And then also through this level, you'll be dealing with those electrical fields. Yeah, these lightning bolts will shoot out. Um, this is a very vertical level, too. You're, you're climbing up, and that's what... Uh, Classic Mega Man, if you get hit on a ladder, you're falling down, and you won't, there aren't falling deaths necessarily, but it is kind of frustrating where you're like, God, now I gotta climb back up. There's not many screens, you know? Right, but there's not a lot of enemies to deal with in this area. No, not generally. Uh, it's more about timing yourself with those electrical fields, and that's really not that hard to do once you get used to it. Yeah. Or, you know, like there's a sometimes disappearing blocks and a fan. Whoa. Whoa. Deal with it. And eventually you'll get to the top area, and that is when you do have to go with your first open-air world, and you get the... The Lightning Lords? The Lightning Lords. I knew it was a lightning something. (laughs) Yeah, they're out there from uh, Airman. They can be a little tricky. There's just an area where you're just going to be firing and jumping the whole time, trying to kill them before they even really get onto the screen. pretty brief, too. Uh, Yeah, it's not too bad. It is a falling death, so watch out. And then it's just more vertical stuff with a lot more of the disappearing blocks and the electrical grids mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's the thing this level there are very few real enemies to fight i found yeah and it's got a pretty i think this one has a pretty forgiving checkpoint as well mm-hmm. you do have to fight some guys at the top the there's the big eyes which are back from Mega Man one the big mm-hmm. uh foot stompy mechs and they can be a pain i hate them i i can never dodge them uh 100 of the time like you don't have to after this level well, I mean, or what I would do once I got the Ice Slasher is just freeze them in the air and walk underneath them. But, mm. I mean, compared to, say, Mega Man 1 or other ones, like, I really felt slower. Like, when I'm trying to jump under things, like, it just, I, I couldn't move fast enough. You know? Like, I, mm. I had trouble doing it without just taking the hit anyways. I see. But those guys are strong, so you really don't want to. But however you get past them. You will get past them and you will drop down into a room. And instead of your classic door, hallway, door for old Mega Man bosses. You have a new convention where you fall into a chamber and a door opens, and then you fall into your boss fight room because it's such a smaller area. Yeah. And because they don't really want to expand the boss room beyond that one screen. Yeah, I mean, it works just as well. And, of course, you are now fighting a Man, and it's pretty much the same as your first game fight. He, yeah, he, um... I mean, I, I didn't fight him with my pea shooter. I was using uh, the rolling cutter on him, which is pretty strong. And much like previous ones, if you have the correct weapon, it's typically three or four shots at the most, you know, to hurt most of these guys. So now, he was easy, very easy with the, the cutter. Even if you don't, he is really easy to dodge and doesn't shoot that electrical beam at you very often. Okay. So you can, like, jump over him and get a lot of shots in before he does his big attack. Sweet. So, yeah, if you can, take this guy out first. He's very easy with the pea shooter. 
Of course, you will be given the Thunder Beam, and then you can choose your next robot master, who should be... It's Iceman, right? Iceman. Yeah. I don't know. I can almost see one. I would want to start here almost just to get that Ice Slasher. I really like that weapon. I've, I don't know. I it's regret cool. Not, I regret not using it more. But the Thunder Beam is so useful just throughout this stage as well. Because anything that's on the ceiling, you can destroy really quickly overhead. Yeah. Now, this is mainly going to be filled with those moving eyeball things. Oh, the Susies? Yeah, the they Susies. go up and down. or Yeah. yeah so, I mean, it is, it's just ice level, so you have a lot of slippery floors here. Yeah. They're not horrible, though. You can usually kind of jump and catch yourself a little bit. Yeah, kind of. I, I've found, like, that there's certain areas where it's, like, the platform's so small, and it's like, I can't jump to nullify. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's like me, like, I would just be, like, skating back and forth for a second where I'm nervously, like, Ugh. Now, I did find that once you have the elect beam, any of the giant eyes you run into, if you fire it as they're jumping over you, that's almost always a kill instantly. Really? One hit? Yeah, because it'll nice. hit them more than once, I think. Ugh, yeah, those guys are the worst. And then at the bottom of this area, you're going to find your first disappearing blocks, and they don't really appear often in this game. They kind of melt under your oh, weight. The, yeah, the melty guys. It's a neat uh, neat little thing that um, I'm surprised they didn't use more. Mm-hmm. And I think once you start heading back up, you'll get to the part where you have those falling icicle sequences. And that can be really confusing at first because yeah. you have to use them. Like You have to jump around them, and if you wait for them to all fall... You won't have enough room to get anywhere. Yeah, you'll have to head back down the ladder, reset, and, you know, it's a jumping timing puzzle, um, It's which is uh, pretty unique. I never really saw this elsewhere, so I, I thought it was kind of a neat idea. Yeah, and it's not horribly dangerous, so it is a fun little area. But that gets you right to the top of the level. I know this, I don't know if it's up here, but you have those uh, little helicopter guys. That's up here. The bun, They're called Bunby Harrys. And I was like, what is that? And I wonder if it's a mist, uh, like an English, where instead of being heli, you know, because I'm like, you know, I, I think it might be. I, I So now I think of them like, is it supposed to be a rabbit head or something? Like, But it doesn't look like a rabbit at all. So I don't know. No, but with these enemies, you really just want to be shooting and jumping so you can take care of them before they well, can swoop at you. They're a different. Yeah, they're a different enemy than they used to. You know what I mean? Where they would drop the plug out mm-hmm. that would fall, and then there was still a little helicopter. Now they just swoop right at you. Um, they shoot. They suck. Yeah, you, you got to take them out asap. If you can take them out, get through the final giant eye, you will drop down into your Doctor Wily chamber and fight the next boss, Ice Man. Yeah, he generate. He kind of shoots out a like a field of ice fire. You know, it, it's kind of like Air Man, where uh, you have like these sprites that are all just kind of moving to you at one velocity and mm-hmm. you can you got to jump one shoot you know now he only takes about three hits yeah, with oh, the yeah. Beam. yeah. so this guy wiped out and then you are given nick's favorite item the, the ice slasher ice slasher now who would you think to take the ice slasher tail it's got to be cut man right it is not it is fireman Ooh, get ready for some lava now fireman stage is not only lava filled but jump filled yeah, there's and there's a lot of pits here, uh, lava pits. And a lot of timing where you're going to be waiting for lava plumes and then waiting mm-hmm. for enemies to swoop in while you're on these little platforms. Yeah, um, and much like uh, Mega Man 1, you can use the Ice Slasher to freeze those plumes of fire so you can jump on them or you know oh, cool. use them for stuff. The Elect Beam works really well here because since it is so slow... You can shoot it and then kind of run with it. Follow it. And let it take out the enemies that would normally make you turn around. Spawning. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Now there's a big lake of lava you make it through. And then at the bottom, what are the big things you fight down there? Um, well, there's those, they call them Changki makers, which are, they were previously known as hotheads. These guys are those fire, they throw the little firemen out. Uh, right. They, they look like, like a, a torch. Yeah. Yeah. Like a robot torch. They were, they were called hotheads, which makes more sense. I don't know what a Changki is. Well, actually, I do. It's listed as an enemy. It's the little fires that fall or that he throws. Oh, yeah. And they're... So, these guys, they used to, like, darken the level when you kill them, but... Oh, yeah. Not no, that, they don't. Not here. They just are... They're pretty easy. I would use the... I use the Cutman thing a lot because it'll... You know, it's kind of slow, so we get multiple hits on these guys as well. Two elect shots, it's gone. You get the first one as you move into his screen and then dodge his thing, hit him with the second one keep rolling yeah yeah then you deal with a lot more fire at the bottom going through the the top of this area you're going to be dealing with a bunch of turrets that kind of screw in and out and shoot a spread yeah they 45 like degree angle five directions yeah the elect beam and the cutter will both hit them as at their bottom most yeah places. yeah it's 
They you can't you. normally hit them with your pea shooter. Not not until they elevate. And you know, since you do get all of your energy and your weapons filled at the end of a stage, there's no reason not to use these things if you're not going to be using it on the boss. Yeah, it's true, man. Um, I wish I would have used the Lechman stuff more. I really thought you would because it kind of has that. You like you like slow leading. I, man, I just didn't weapons. I, I didn't think about it. Like I, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. I'm just being weird. Fair enough. Now, at the end of the stage, you have one more set of obstacles to get through. And if you don't have Iceman, I don't know how you do this without taking hits. And that is the fire gauntlet. Oh, what, all the plumes? or yeah. Well, there's like a series of them on the floor. Mm-hmm. And they race across like a little fire. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I had Iceman, so... <laughs> so you can just freeze that little plume as it rolls across and then jump over it and it won't i guess it eventually will unfreeze oh yeah i know what you're talking about yeah man i i don't know I, actually because i made it up there without the when i was first playing and i had no idea what to do i, I they're hard to jump because they have a weird kind of you have spread, to make like, like two jumps because they come back they, they go like, so fast yeah it's it's tough so you make it through the next chunk of this level i think you fight a couple big eyes however you can handle it freeze them run through them whatever you need to do you don't need a lot of ice power to be left at the end of this level. Not generally, yeah. I, I'm not sure how it ranks among usage, you know. You, you seem to not use very much when you shoot it. And then you go through your Wily door, and you are fighting Fireman himself. Oh, yeah. This guy is really easy with the weapon. I, I mean, I, he seems like one that would be doable with a pea shooter because he, you know, those fire waves were one of the few things I could accurately... I'm like, I can jump this almost every time. Yeah. And... Uh, just blast him with ice and he will die. Well, and it's easy to dodge them when they're the spread as well. Right. If you do have the ice cutter, though, it is a quick three hits mm-hmm. and he is done. When he doesn't move a lot at the beginning, so you can just gun him down like instantly. As long as you can take maybe a hit, you're, you're good. You're good. And then you can go on and you only have one option left now, which would be Cut Man. Cut Man. We did forget to mention that, of course, you do get the Firestorm. Oh, yeah, Firestorm. And I like it because it's one of the ones that I'm like, it looks just like his gun. I mean, all these pretty much do, but it's one of my favorite touches in Mega Man's. So, yeah, Cutman um, was the first one I actually beat. I didn't plan on starting my uh, adventure here, but this was just, uh, I guess I got lucky or whatever. But now, looking back, you know, having played through, I'm like... Oh, you want a Luckman here because there's so much stuff on the ceiling. Or uh, Iceman to freeze this. Okay. One of the things, one of the worst things you're going to be dealing with in this level are the super cutters. Which you mean are, this game? Well, yeah. They're, and they're these pairs of they're like scissor blades that are just floating in the air. And then they'll start moving in a big circle once they, you trigger them. They look more like an almond. Yeah, I guess pistachio when they're than not. A, <laughs> than a, there's no handles on this scissor right, blade. Right, right. Uh, but, I mean, if you could just freeze them and run by, holy. Oh, man. Well, okay. So that does sound great. But there is an awkwardness to freezing them because if you freeze them at their normal height, you can't jump, yeah. go under them or you can't over slide them. under. You have to aim it a little bit. But. So when they are at the height that you could hit them at to to pass under, they are going backwards in their rotation. Right, right. So it's really awkward timing to hit them during those arcs. I found it easier most of the time to not if there was just one by itself. I would, one, I would do the timing of jumping doable. through it. it. It's really, and a lot of them are at heights where it's like, you don't even have to jump it if you're standing perfectly in the center. Exactly. And but, if it was like that, I wouldn't bother. But if there's two or more, yeah. I'm freezing something. Yeah, I would. I found it like, once you would trigger one to go in the circle, I would turn around and freeze it behind me, if, ideally on its first pass. You know what I mean? And yeah. just run past it as fast as I could because I hate them. And then they also you know, heavily feature my other least favorite enemy of the game. And that is the little buzzsaw dudes. Yeah, they're cutting wheels. The cutting wheels. Man, they are so weird and unpredictable sometimes. And, and fast. They take a lot of shots, like with your pea shooter. I never try. I only shoot them if I can get them at the very edge of the screen. Yeah, there's a few. Yeah, I mean, if I can, I'll try it. But otherwise, it's just you have to let them fall down, bounce a few times. And it's literally, if you get them after that third bounce, you can jump over them pretty easily. Right. But, yeah, they're just really annoying. Well, and, you know, we should say this level is full of conveyor belts as well, floors. So that's what, you know, that on top of these guys can make for some really uh, aggravating situations. And that's like 90% of this whole level uh, is the combination of those things. Yeah. It's, those three it, things. It sucks. And, again, I, I'm looking back at these four levels, I'm like, why was this the first one? I was like, like, it's one of the worst. But 
Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I mean, if you're fully armed with all the other three powers, it's not that bad. You can freeze guys. You got sniper Joes that aren't nearly as a pain in the butt. No. I mean, these it, guys are a lot rougher than they used to be because, I, like, I feel like their shot moves so much faster than yours, and you're close. Like, you really got to focus on jumping and getting oh, yeah. one or two. You know, and they take, like, eight shots with the pea shooter. So or two rough. with the uh, luck beam, like everything else. Right. Well, uh, the cut thing will tear them up, but okay. you, you won't have that here. So. Right. Now, the one thing um, I did notice about this level is I, it was unavoidable getting hit in the last, like, third of this level. Oh, yeah? Even with... The freeze gun, everything powered up. I was just barreling through, like, oh my god, I just got to jump around and over all these things. And I knew I was going to be, you know, basically getting to the boss and dying so I could restart with full health. Right. Yeah. That's well. That was many, uh, many times, many bosses for me where I was like, all right, I get here, spend my last life or two at the boss, then die and continue before I start the next one. So I'm back up to three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Since there's no penalty for it, I, I, I use that strategy quite often myself. <laughs> now the boss here is, of course, Cutman, and he actually does present a bit of a challenge. Yeah. He's he shoots his uh, rolling cutter, but his is more of like a, a straight boomerang. Like you mm -hmm. know, you can jump it and. You have to jump it twice because it's coming back, and that is like just manageable. But then it's like his weird jump; like he was really hard to avoid contact with him. Yeah, I had. You know, I agreed. Like, I, he was the only one that really was hurting me a lot. I was like, oh man, I'm glad I did restart because you need at least half your health, I think. Yeah, to fight this guy. I, he's tough, man. And I mean, you can do it with the pea shooter. I did. It, if you get there with full life, and you just have to dodge him like twice, and you can just trade punches and you'll barely live. Okay. That's what I did. Well, I used the Firestorm and uh, just tried to <laughs> outlast. Take him down. Now, I did. And if you do, you are done with the first wave of bosses and you are transported to the outskirts of Wily's Castle where you look at it and then teleport on. And you get your uh, carry module or whatever item thing. Oh, yeah. You get it from the last the last robot master you fight of the four. Yeah. So you are now in Dr. Wily's castle, and right away you get to use your uh, new toy if you want. Yeah, what? They got a one-up and some energy capsule up there you can fill up. Yep. And then you're going to jump down and have to deal with a ton of those, was it Lucy? Or Susie's? Susie's. Yeah. And there's a ton of them through here. Just go nuts. Use your luck beam. You've got tons of weapons to take these. These guys are nothing. Yeah, yeah. You do have to deal with um, Bazooka Joe. Sniper Joe. Sniper Joe <laughs> underneath there. Sniper Joe's bubble gum. And, you know, it's just a lot of falling in this first area. Now, don't be afraid. The part of the floor that looks like little tiny spikes are not tiny spikes. <laughs> Worried me a bit. Oh, right. This is also, I mean, we've seen them in other levels, but uh, the, the little hard hat guys, the metals, they're back in this game. and uh, I feel like they're a little more forgiving, though. Than in the yeah, console I, ones. I didn't know if it. I was like, well, using the Cutman thing, like, because it's kind of slow too, and it's like you can shoot it and then jump, and when they open up, I was able to get most of them with the peach shooter right there. Okay, yeah. Like I feel like they they give you a little more time before they shot in this one. Right, right. Which I love. Thank you, thank you very much. Eventually, you'll come across those little drills that cut, fall from the ceiling and floor, and you know, cutter yeah. is great on that. The elect beam is great on it, but this one you really have to creep. I feel like more yeah. so than the other ones. They, um, I don't know, it's like they are spawning. It's like they're a lot closer than they were. Or, you yeah, know what they I mean? spawn like, like one pixel away from you. They're right there. So they Then there's no leeway. When I would use, like, the cutter will tear them up. So it's like I would, like, shoot one and then shoot another one right after it and then walk. Like, I, so I had it covering me because it'll hit a little above and below you. Um, so that helped. Um, they're not as... This was where I could really tell where I'm like, this drop rate is whack because I'm, no I'm trying to get, fill up with health and it's not happening. Like No, I got like, I, I, I did as well. I, I too wanted to fill my health up and I got like three tiny pellets. Yeah. Come on, guys. Now, after that, you will be back to the land of the falling. Yeah. There's some uh, spiky parts, you know, you're falling down, trying to weave left and right. Um, but you've got that safety net. You've got your little control. Yeah. You got the carry, man. The so. carry. Anytime, you know, you, you, you know you're not going to make it, just fire that bad boy off and save yourself. It's it's a literally a lifesaver. There are also those little uh, squirms, which are, it's like a little generator that makes those like boomerang looking worm yeah, things that come out. Yeah, the wiggly worms. Yeah, um, I, like I use beam. cutters on those a lot or, yeah, I'm sure tear them up. They're pretty easy to kill. 
And then there are some forced spots a little later in the level where you have to use your carry. So you need a little bit of it. Yeah, well, it, yeah, that's one that I always like if I'm trying, to, I'm trying to refill it as soon as I use it, if I can help it, because... Mm-hmm. They even give you a refill point for it. Right, right. Later on, it's the only way to get there is by using it. And then the second half of this level is the longest section of those drills, man. It, it just takes like four minutes to uh, creep yeah. through the whole thing. Yeah, it's, it's Never weird. in a lot of danger. No, but it's just taking it slow. This is, And I mean, this is a long level that it does have one checkpoint, right? But yeah. It should have like three. I don't know. It's okay. like, it's like, it's rough. And then at the very end is a nice falling section with a few spikes. But what's really cool is that at the end of it, you fall into the boss teleport chamber. Yeah, it, it kind of reminded me of when you fall down into the room to fight that the the boss the boxes that would assemble out of oh, the yeah. walls in Mega Man Two. Mm-hmm. I thought it might be in for that, but but no. And I thought I was going to be choosing which boss level I wanted to go to next. Oh right, but that's not the case either because these are just the bosses. Yeah, you got this. These teleporters are very similar to you know the ones we saw at the end of Mega Man Two, um, and it even labels Doctor Wily's teleportation machine in the background, which I liked. So just in case you're confused, but where you were. Now you can fight the four bosses from Mega Man 2, and they're all here in any order you want. But you really should fight Flashman first. Yeah, I think that's who I went to. Because it is he is weak against Ice Slasher. Now, this is something that I like, is that three of these guys are weak against two weapons. Like, they're slight, they're not as weak, but, mm-hmm. you know, um, Bubble Man is weak against the, the Quick Boomerang, but also the Rolling Cutter, kind of, you know? Okay, cool. But, uh... Flashman, you know, it's the Ice Slasher is the best, um, but you, if you have the Atomic Fire, if for some reason you beat Heat Man first, I guess that works as well on him, but huh. I use the Ice Slasher because... Uh, it's very, very good. Yeah, and he's very much the same as he was before, stops time, has a gun hand that he kind of rapid fires at you, but his room is flat now, so it's much less tricky and easy. You know, you can avoid his shots and stuff, like... And then once you defeat him in the classic uh, replay style of bosses, he will drop a giant health for you. Yeah, and enjoy it because you need it. Now, these rooms are not marked, so I wouldn't uh, suggest going online to see who is in what room. Yeah. yeah, um. That certainly helps. Because <laughs> next up, you're going to want to fight Quick Man. And, well, these weaknesses are all the ones you remember from Mega Man 2. Yeah, um, the same way. If you use the Time Stopper here, it'll drain half his life. So I like to do the classic try to drain half of his life with my gun first. Okay. Then do the time stopper. Yeah, he's uh, he's not too shabby. Uh, he's apparently also vulnerable to the firestorm, but I didn't experiment with it. I wish I would have. Um, I tried to do it with, and I was able to do it with the pea shooter, but he was one of the trickier bosses, I thought. You know, just him. He's quick. He jumps around, shooting lots of boomerangs. Like. Oh, yeah. He had me down to f- further down than I wanted to be. I, I was less than half. Yeah, when like, I when I started the, the timer, he's a, he's a tough one, you know. Especially since you got three boomerangs moving around, it's tough to avoid. Some, Definitely, you know, any damage. But you know, you defeat him, and you are given the quick boomerang. Now we, of course, forgot to say that you get the time stopper when you beat Flashman, right? And then you take that quick boomerang, and you're going on to fight Bubble Man. Yep, um, this is a uh, same lame-o Bubble Man. Um, I thought this one was a little harder than the. The Mega Man 2 yeah, boss fight. He doesn't have the spikes at the top this time, though, so you don't have to worry about... You know what I mean? Like, he used to have those mines yeah. where... But but depending on which version of him you get, sometimes you'll get him and he'll start swimming around a lot. Yeah. And I found that was easy to deal with, but when he was on the ground the whole time, it was a little harder. I was just, like, rapid-firing him uh, with the quick boomerang, so I I just kind of stayed on him. You know, I just tried to stay right in front right. of him. I was... I was trading punches you know i wasn't yeah. trying to dodge i think I, so I lost about half my health on this guy yeah, yeah it wasn't like some of the other ones where i know i got it one scratch right right but of course you do uh get that health refill once you defeat him and you are given the bubble lead yeah and uh just like Mega Man 2 take this bad boy to heat man as you might imagine you know same old heat man he still uh shoots little fires at you and transforms into a plume himself and Moves across the floor. Uh, I think he's the easiest one of all the bosses. So easy if you have that bubble lead. You just jump over him, shoot him, and then he'll turn back into a flame. Well, you got to do it twice, maybe, and then mm-hmm. he's dead. So, Yep, fill that health all the way up because you're going to need it. Because once you've defeated those four, there is a fifth 
teleporter, one now in the middle of the room. Yeah, and you might think that this will take you to another level, but in fact, you're going to another boss. Anchor. Anchor. And he is the Mega Man killer? Anchor the stinker. I don't know what he is. Like, they didn't really talk about it in the manual at all. I saw it mentioned somewhere that this introduces a series of robots that are specific to the Game Boy games that are made just to fight Mega Hmm. Man. Whereas if you think about it, all the other robot masters were designed to fulfill a task in society. Right, right. Yeah, Anchor is the first Mega Man destroyer. Yeah, he's... And he's kind of cool, but ultimately very easy. Yeah, he's he's a little bigger than you, and he's got some cool-looking, like, anime armor, but his big thing is he has a, a a sword that he uses as a weapon. Or is it a spear? It's a spear, isn't it? I thought it was a sword. I thought, yeah, it's... Whatever it is, it's got a big blade, and uh, you know his main thing is he will hold it up in the air, and then while that's going on, bullets you're shooting will get like absorbed up into it. It'll pull him up, and then and the more bullets you shoot, the more you've charged up his sword. Yeah, and he'll attack back. It they still damage him, and then he'll shoot a thing that you know the smallest one just looks like a little arrowhead, kind of like your your yeah. stuff does in a minute. But the bigger ones, you you get like larger waves and stuff that you just jump and. And as long as he's doing the pattern where he raises the sword, you shoot him, he fires it at you, you jump over, and then he rushes across the stage, you are golden. That is easy as pie. Well, there's like three patterns, yeah, where it's like he'll either rush and you can jump him. Yeah. Or he goes like there's the big jump across the room or he'll do two short jumps. The two short jumps is the one that's kind of hard to avoid because he's got a weird path to it. Yeah, it's – I lucked out and – I died the first time I fought him, and then the second time I fought him, it was all rushing. Okay, And yeah. that was just, a, I, I barely took any damage during that one. I never felt like I could, you know, I'm like, I knew how to dodge any of the three ones, but I couldn't, you know, you kind of have to be close to him to really shoot him faster, you know, when he's yeah. holding up his sword. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I never felt like I had enough time to react to, you know, I'd just be like, well, I'm going to jump as if he's rushing. Mm-hmm. And if he does, it works out. If it doesn't, you know. I'm uh, taking a hit. Yeah, it was it was tough. but. And then if you knock him all the way down, he is destroyed. And then you are given that final power up. Yeah, the mirror buster. The mirror buster. And then Dr. Wily escapes from his castle and flies to outer space. Yeah, this part of the level they call the Space Node. Um, it's cool looking, the little satellite he's got there. Yeah. <laughs> it is, of course, shaped like a skull. As, you know, as is tradition. And then you are now in this level, the last and final level of the game. That's right. The second Dr. Wily one. It's uh, not quite as big, I think, as the, as the first one. No, but it is very full of disappearing and reappearing floors yeah um and these are ones that and practically every other enemy you've ever fought in the series oh yeah I, or this game so far this is where there were certain areas where i was just like look once i got past these platforms safe state in here because i'm just sick of dealing with them like, well for the most part though the very first set you come across there's three there's three platforms and there's always two available yeah, yeah. I mean, so it is very generous. And then when you get down to the two platforms that move along, it's also fairly easy. There are just two spots where you have to do a vertical jump to yeah. catch it. And if you'd miss it, all you got to do is put your carry down and wait for the next one to appear. You can almost always make it. There was, I was having, sometimes I couldn't quite uh, get it. Like I would put it down, but it would be like halfway between the floor and the one above my head. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I couldn't like, I'd be like, tick, tick, tick. I was stuck in there and I couldn't get out. So... I would kind of just do a Hail Mary jump to the right and then make one. Yeah, that which totally makes sense. Or, you know, if you know you're getting to this part because it's pretty obvious, like... They're always <laughs> I could tell, bottom. yeah, when they're at the bottom, I'd be like, just make one and just skip it and wait for the next one to go. Like, it now, was by trying to conserve energy and not use it caused me to die a whole bunch, so... And then I, I really felt like the dodging of the electrical parts in this one were really easy and cheap, like... They never you know, gave yeah, any kind of challenge. It's just like on a floor. Like, you know, it's not like part of a jump most of the time where it's just like, yeah, okay, here we go. These are. You know, this level is just mainly about dealing with a lot of the giant eyes, giant creatures, and those those platforms. And there's a, there's a big super cutter section as well. At one point, I wrote down because I just got so sick of them and I ran out of ice gun. Then you just got hit a bunch? Time stopper, baby. And then I just ran past them. Oh, I just got hit. I was like... At the, at the, I was like, screw it. <laughs> the final twists and turns of this level, I was just like, I'm t- I'm, I'm going to restart the I'm boss. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, if I can just make it through here, I will. And I was just freezing what I could and just taking... I was like, well, I'm going to freeze it there. I still will take a hit as I jump over it, but whatever. 
It's mm-hmm. better than the three hits I'm going to take trying to finagle my way through here. Right. And then there is the final climbing and falling portion where you're dealing with electrical grids and those birds that drop oh, little birds. These guys, like, I hate them so much. Like, you need to... I, I did find, okay, especially, like, when you're climbing up, the birds will come from whatever direction you're facing. Oh, that's So you is. can manipulate them because I kept, like, re-entering the screen because I was like, you know, you're in a, a ladder at the bottom right, and if they appear right above you, it's like you have to... Instantly fire a like beam. Instantly fire it, but it's like if one or two, like I only had like two smidgens of life. Mm. So it was like I couldn't even take one hit from these stupid birds. So it really sucked. Like, but a like beam helps a lot. It does. Uh, that's followed up by your final falling zone. And this is the other area where you're going to, the only area I used, your heat man power. There's okay. a couple blocks you can destroy with that power. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one has a power ups in it. And then if you get yourself to the top of an area with your carry, there's another block to blow up, which puts you on the easier falling path. The one right. where you can refill anything you need. Yeah, yeah, I remember that because I didn't do it. <laughs> then at the bottom of that falling path, you got one last gauntlet of enemies to deal with. Very kindly, they throw a free life your way, and then yeah, yeah. you fall down to your final confrontation with Dr. Wiley himself. Yes, and uh, he has... As you might imagine, assembled a giant robot tank. It looks like a face, right? Did you yeah, it's get his that face. vibe? Okay, I was making sure I wasn't imagining things. He even had the mustache. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this is a uh, not too bad of a boss. Um, it shoots out a bunch of those cutting wheels. At I different... thought this boss was so easy. Yeah, I just stand in front of him and just shoot him. His he's weak to the atomic fire. And uh, fireman's power, the firestorm. Oh, is he weak to both? Yeah, like you can Sweet. just stand there and. I mean, I got hit maybe twice and yeah, I took off the very bottom part of it. Well, yeah, it's like they, the cutting wheels he's uh, shooting come out at three angles. And if you're, I just stood right in front of the bottom and it was like. Well, yeah, and that's the a... spinning part of the, you know, his, his power up just hits it over and over and over again. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just kept shooting him. So, um, and I didn't charge up. I, at first I was trying to, I was like, I want to see how much damage a fully charged atomic fire will do. But I kept getting hit before I could complete it. So uh, not worth I it. just rapid fired it. So. And then you've blown off the jaw of this creature, and uh, an extra gun comes out, and the cockpit pops up a little higher. Now it's time for phase two of the fight, and there's a claw arm that will kind of chase you down every yeah, once in a while. it'll extend and retract. Like, you can lure it. You know, that's the key with that. It was like, just try to jump up. You know, because there's a laser that is moving to two different heights, and it's it'll shoot at you when it's on the same plane, and mm-hmm. here is where you use your mirror buster. Yeah, and you can deflect that bullet either at the top or at the bottom. Yeah. And if if you do get the rhythm down, it only takes about 10 hits yeah, it's... Of, of reversal. And the arm is so slow, it can only hit you maybe like four or five times during that. So It's pretty easy to dodge. Like, even if you're not jumping or tricking, you can just like stand right in front of it and you're, you know, hitting those lasers back. And then as soon as you see it move, just walk to the left of the screen and it'll it'll miss you. You can keep... You don't even have to stop. It's awesome. Yeah, I never died at this boss. No, no, yeah. I really thought I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm, I've got an extra man or two. I'm going to have to really figure this out. But I did not. You follow those tips, and this guy is easy as pie. Out pops Dr. Wiley once you've defeated this robot machine. He begs for mercy on the ground. As he is wont to do. And I guess you give it to him. Yeah, it's a pretty... I mean, you get then the ending, ending starts, quote-unquote, where... A it's, space shuttle comes to pick you up. Yeah, 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 which was neat. I was like, space shuttles, I forgot about those guys. Still rocking. And then you get a character list of all of the enemies in the game. Yeah, they're weird names. Um, all of the bosses of the game. Yeah, and you do get little like portrait faces of each of the bosses. Scrolling neat. on by. It's a good song that plays there. Yeah, it's like Mega Man walking by himself. Which... Well, that's at the very end. He starts walking through the hall of the space shuttle. Oh, and right. And then he walks to a window, looks at the earth, and... The game thanks you for playing. Yeah. The end. The end. Well, here we are in the review portion of our show. And of course, we use the classic Nintendo Power Review System, which uses four categories, each category having a possible score between zero and five, starting with graphics and sound. Nick, I gave this a 4.0. Yeah, I gave it a 3.5. Um, I liked, I think... The sprites all look great. I think the graphics are as good as it gets on the the Game Boy. Yeah, I mean, the backgrounds are fine. You just got, like, gray techno stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. 
it's it's a little it can get a little monotonous, but yeah. the music is just phenomenal. Yeah, the music's uh, it's good stuff. It sounds great coming out of the Game Boy too. And if you're jamming the headphones on, it is just a blast to listen to. You know, my biggest knock on the game is just a lack of character sprites, so that you you're really fighting a lot of the same enemies over and over. Yeah, again. it's true. And I mean, even though there's really only six levels in the game it, you know the fact that there's enough to notice it with that few levels you know you're like come on man they're, but they're, not all the levels have like themed enemies like they would you know the animation the wonderful music the great looking sprites that's why i give it such a high score next up is play control nick uh, i give it a 2.5 really um, i gave it a 3.5 really well i mean i thought it was uh, pretty much as good as the console version I think so, but I, uh, my problem is there's the level design doesn't reflect your jump that well, and that like I felt very cramped the whole time. I so can see that, like, but I didn't feel like that. That's more of uh, you know levels than the controls. I felt like the controls never really asked me to do things I wasn't able to, and the jump is just spot on. Like I I never felt like I didn't know where I needed to leave a, a platform to make that jump. Right, right. Or I anything just like that. The, in addition, it's like the jump and the movement just felt like. It's like maybe since the screen's smaller, it just mm. felt very slow. I had a lot of problems when I was like, I feel like in uh, Mega Man 2, I could have run under this. Or I would have been able to play my jump more because, you know, like your jump is just as high as it would be. But since your sprite is larger on the screen, it's like a full, the whole screen's like, what, two jumps mm-hmm. high? You know what I mean? Like I can see that. Uh, I did also love the new shield option. I thought that was a really mm. cool addition to the... It's a really cool weapon that I wish they would build off of in other games. Agreed. All right, Nick, what did you rank the challenge factor of this game? Uh, I give it a 3.5. Yeah, as did I. Um, I thought it was very hard, but you do have continues, you do have passwords, so therefore... Yeah, I think uh, this, another thing about this, you know, we talked about the drop rate, the lack of checkpoints. Like, there's a lot of things that I feel like, I'm like, did they just bump these difficulties up? for anti-rentalism which you know like did anyone ever rent game boy games i I don't i mean i saw them available at like blockbuster maybe but lord who did this i don't know i mean that might just be me making it up because we encounter a lot of that you know here but it really does where i'm just like man like just i feel like they just turned a few notches up a little more to just like screw you guys yeah there's just some parts of these levels that are very very brutal and then finally nick theme and fun I gave this a 3.0. As did I. You know, I think this really does capture a lot of the fun and feel of the Mega Man series. Yeah, it's uh, for the most part, it's pretty good. Like, it's, uh, I would say this is, like, if you think back to Belmont's Revenge, yeah. is that the, the one we did, the Castlevania mm-hmm. on Game Boy, where I was like, eh. No. Like, this is much closer to its original property than that was. You yeah. Know? Like, it does have the, I think... As much as I like the way the sprites look, like I wish the the screens just feel a little small, but I it's, think it's, you still get it, you know. Yeah, its biggest problem is there's too, too much sameness to the levels. They all feel a lot alike. Yeah, yeah. Not much variance there, and then of course the fact that it's just a boss rush for the final four, it's a little bit of a letdown. Yeah. So Nick, should you play this game? Yeah, I yeah. I'm on the fence. Like, it's, it's, I'm like. Well, I would say no, unless you're a big Mega Man fan. And if you aren't, then check it out. It's definitely worth seeing a part of the Mega Man history and franchise, you know, in this light. It's, it's just, uh, I feel like if it was a little easier, I would be, I would give it, you know, yeah, just play through it. It's easy, but it's like you got to learn some tough platforms and master them, you know? And you're better off doing that on the consoles. I think so. Next week's game will be Crystalis or Crystalis or however you want to uh, pronounce it. <laughs> Crystalis. For the I... Nintendo Entertainment System. So find a copy of that game, check your pronunciation, grab some controllers and play along, friends. And remember, folks, uh, if you ever want to get in touch with us, uh, maybe phonetically spell out how you think we should say that game's name, you can do it at cartridgecommand at gmail.com and we'll uh, respond to you. We also love to hear from you on the Facebooks at Cartridge Command. Share your stories about this and all the games we've played and, you know, what you think uh, of them. We also let you know when the podcast has dropped on the Twitterverse at Cart Command. And we always love it when we see a uh, jump in our subscription level. 
you know, people downloading that first day. We've got fans uh, growing all over this world. So thanks to those new fans in the European Union <laughs> and out there in Australia. Big ups. I hope you like our Sega coverage. We'll be getting around to some more Sega games soon. Yeah. But of course, we must always thank those beautiful, wonderful people that give to us at patreon.com slash cartridge command. They all have 18 charismas. They do. And uh, they are not stingy with their health capsules. They give us <laughs> dollars every month, and it is that financial support that makes this show possible. So thank you. Thank you so much, guys. And as always, Cartridge Commandos, Game, game On! Power the Elec Cannon. Thunder. The Thunderblade. Thunderbeam. The Thundercat. Thunder. Thunder. Uh, <laughs> all right, anyways, uh, and you will be given the th Thunderbeam? Yeah.